Crimson Tower Studios. Welcome to the Old World Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay and the original podcast for bringing both discussion and actual play in 4th edition. I'm one of your hosts, Lance, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Steve. Matt was unfortunately unable to join us as he languishes in Father Nurgle's embrace with a nasty bout of pneumonia. But alas, Sigmar demands we must go on. Feel better, buddy. <laughs> So, how you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. It's sunny here in Michigan, surprisingly, for the winter, so wonderful. Right, right. I don't know how that happened. So, well, um, I know you've been out a little bit. Um, we've blamed it on your upcoming child. So, uh, what kind of gaming have you been able to get in? <laughs> well, I've been reading up uh, still on uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition, but uh, the starter set now. Interesting read. Uh-huh. Uh, bought a couple games for the PS4, Secret of Mana. I yes. never beat it as a kid, so I'm just I'm gonna do it just to do it. Oh. I want that check mark mm-hmm. next to that box. Um, I've been doing uh, some painting 40k Imperial Guard. Um, I have a little skirmish coming up in a couple weeks, and I need to get some halfling snipers finished and uh, a tank finished. So, no small easy task. Right, that's awesome. I also have the Secret of Mana, and I have not finished it, but I need to. Yeah, as 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 a kid, I don't remember the game being that long, but I must not have gone very far in it. <laughs> right. I actually played some uh, fourth edition starter set, the the new the adventure, the beginning adventure in it, and it was a lot of fun. So I've been doing some Warhammer uh, holidays over the holidays. I got to do right. a bunch of different stuff. I played some dungeon roll, you know, Dominion, heck, even some Rummy. So um, you know, some euchre, like some of the you know the classics. I haven't played Rummy in so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you play it's when your in-laws are there and they don't know how to play any other game and won't play any other game. So like, do you want to play Rummy? Okay. Or Euchre. <laughs> we need four players. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, actually for all our listeners out there, we should probably take this opportunity to mention too, uh, we originally were going to do the fourth edition starter set like review for this, uh, but Matt really wanted to be a part of that. And since he's out of the... You know, out of the uh, picture, temporarily, that protagonist has been a problem for him. We, we decided we're going to do a little bit on a couple different uh, careers today. Before we get into all that, though, let's get into announcements and news. So, announcements and news. This is a part of the show where we keep you up to date on Woofrup and related news. We scour the web for juicy leaks and bits to satiate your Warhammer hunger. So uh, we have some pretty big news. We've already a little bit talked about it. Why don't you take us in, Steve? Yeah, sure thing. So uh, new stuff that's out. Uh, the starter set PDF has been released. Woo! It's nice to look at. It's wonderful. Um, so beautiful. When the actual physical copy comes out, of course, you know, it comes with dice, uh, advantage tokens. I wonder what those look like i'm they, curious you know, we haven't seen anything on the advantage tokens yet and they kind of announced that later like after we all had the pdf and we're digging through it it's like oh yeah there's some you know tokens going to be in there like cool what do they look like right exactly and uh the simple jam screen what is that that's we yeah. don't have any details on that either i'm guessing stats in the works but i wonder if they're going to put like uh you know the artwork on the, the side yeah i'm not i'm not sure i i'm really excited to learn more about this because from one perspective, it's super smart, right? Because I have the starter set as a GM. That's what I need to like get started. 
and I have a simple GM screen to get me going. But if they're going to release like a maybe a more full, complete version of the, you know, of a GM screen later on, right. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So I, I really like that idea. And uh, also, uh, it came with pre-gen characters. Um, those are like perfect for if you're starting, you can kind of see how the character was, you know, the skills, so on and so forth, already stats. You can kind of get a glimpse of what your character will look like when you're done creating them or just use one of them to start th- things off, you know, learn uh, the ropes, the skills, um, before you delve into uh, the full creation. Right. And the artwork is beautiful. It's, sure it's is. also, and those characters are the same characters we see throughout the core rule book. Yep. All the pictures and the fighting. Yeah, <laughs> which is really cool. And of course, like they all have that, uh, it's like that trifold. I don't know if you notice that, like, so it folds out. And so like at the, at the kind of the cover, they call it gate. It, it'll say like, here's a little description of what this character is. If you're not going to play this character, don't open it. Secrets are inside. You know, it's right. kind of cool. <laughs> so... There's a lot of actually one thing I really wanted to mention and it was the buying complications. Did you see that part in there? Um, not yet. So this is so the concept here is like you can there are secrets that each character has in the starter set and you can decide what what you pick one of those secrets and then if you want more secrets like in generally they are, kind of have negative connotations for your complications you can choose to take more and for every one you take you get to roll more for your starting money. So it's like you get more money to start your character with if you take on more of these complications. I love it. I, that's awesome. It's so cool. It's like that's the most important part to have money. <laughs> it's <laughs> right, right from the bag, you know? Yeah, so really, really excited about that. You can buy that sword that, that you need instead of a dagger. Right, right. <laughs> so also with the uh, the PDF release, we got the adventure book. So that has the starting adventure in it, uh, which is... Making the rounds. So yes, I was about yeah, that. yeah. So it's called uh, making the rounds, and uh, I've actually played that uh, at least uh, the beginning part of that uh, adventure, and it was a great time. Uh, that yeah. I mean, we're not going to spoil. There's gonna be no spoilers here, but uh, it was it was pretty cool. So um, in that adventure book, uh, and they've kind of announced this on the website, right? They already have the uh, additional scenarios for new and experienced gamers alike. So you got the original like. Here's your starter set scenario, and then they have additional 10 scenarios, which can be used, like, you know, continue your adventure on, or if you just need adventures and you're a GM, even if you're experienced, or they're great to grab. So. Yeah, definitely on those days you don't want to think too deeply, just random, we'll do this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Littlest wog, let's do it. Uh, Man, that one's awesome. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, I, I would like to do that one soon. Um, also, with a starter set, uh, came with a guide to Ubersreich. I actually, I'm not surprised that they went so in-depth with Ubersreich, but I think it's really cool. Just all the locations, you, you know, there's so many things that you can use for your stories. Uh, it, it's a great helper. It's just 70 pages, not 70 pages, but 64 pages. Um, it includes like 70 location descriptions. Uh, you can use it for story hooks, just general helping you be a better GM with location de- descriptions. There are so many. Like the story hooks alone, you could run a multi-year campaign with just this book. Like it, you could take the little paragraphs and adventure seeds they have and boom, there's your session for the day. Or heck, even there's your encounter. There's 70 encounters for you. 
right? Like mm-hmm. that's, man, that's quite a few sessions worth of material. It's, it is really awesome. There's it's so much. It's so exciting. It's a happening place. Yep. It, it, you know, it's great ideas, you know, to kind of maybe borrow from the Ubers, right? And, you know, cause every city kind of has the right. same kind of locations and spots. Just make it same, same, but different. Right. Right. No, that's not, that's not a terrible idea at all. Um, comes with uh, new beastary entries. Uh, there's new potions and new diseases. I just have to say one thing. Bog King. Resistance. Disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get that skill. <laughs> so. Bog King. Bog King. <laughs> <laughs> you can find this information much more on Cubicle 7's website at www.cubicle7.co.uk. Excellent. All right, so let's get on to the meat of our show today, right? So in tonight's episode, we're going to be continuing our semi-regular series where we explore the careers of 4th edition. Now, as we said before, the career system has always been one of the most iconic parts of Warhammer Fantasy roleplay, and there are so many careers to go over. And on tonight's episode, we're actually going to be reviewing two more. We're going to be reviewing the Rat Catcher and the Wrecker. Uh, we also have long-running posts on our Facebook and Twitter pages where we've asked, hey, what do you want us to talk about? Which careers? So you can go find those. Uh, we'll try to like retweet or bring them to the top if we can. I'll have to go figure that out. Uh, but you know, we we have those out there. You know, Be sure to let us know which careers you'd like us to go over in the future. Uh, but let's let's get it started. So Let's do it. Which, which, would, which one do we want to start with here? Uh, we can start with the Wrecker. The Wrecker. The Wrecker. This is, and if you're following along at home, boys and girls, it's on page 100 of your Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition Core Rulebook. And uh, you, the little tagline there is, you lure vessels to a watery doom and make off with their cargo. So basically, a wrecker is a river pirate. River basically, pirate. Basically, it's kind of, instead of a bank heist, it's a ship heist. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's, it is hilarious. So... So with the river pirate, like the concept here is that what they do in general, like, and and they can do anything like you would think like a pirate or river pirate would do. But in the Warhammer world, like one of the main ways, and they talk about this a little bit is, so they'll like have confusing signals or put like false lighthouses or do something that makes you like take your ship and accidentally ram it into a sandbar or crash it into the rocks or something. And so then, oh, your ship is crashed. Now we go in there, you know, hence it's wrecked, right? It's a wreck. We're wreckers. We wreck your ships and then go take your cargo. Oh, you're still here? Oh, you're dead. We're going to kill you. Yep. We're <laughs> throw you overboard or do what right. we have to do. Right. So it's just, uh, I mean, river pirate. You could just say river pirate because that's basically what they are. I love it. I love the concept of a river pirate. Just looking at the picture of the wrecker, it's just so so many things are running through my mind. I think I see uh, barrels of dynamite on, on his back. Or that's probably black powder. <laughs> I didn't powder. even notice that. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> awesome. So like this wrecker, he's like, I have fifty different ways to wreck your ship. <laughs> Is that a harpoon with a chain? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's one hefty harpoon too. So, you know, after I read about the wrecker, I was thinking of, man, just like a guy who's clever enough to kind of work the system where he's clever enough to make you shipwreck your own ship right? on waterways you're familiar with at most times, <laughs> and then come aboard, take your stuff, maybe retire for for a while by selling your goods if he can, you know, got to be cl- right. cl- clever to get past, you know, the guards and hide it and 
blah, blah, blah. But it's kind of just like a clever guy that does what he has to do to make his money. Might disappear for a while, then come back to, you know, you, you know if times are lean. Right. It's hilarious. I, I love one of the little quotes they have here. They talk about, oh, we found this perfect target and we lured it in. How were we supposed to know there was like an Imperial Regiment of Pistoliers on? on <laughs> right. the, it says something like, you know, shortly before they're hanging, quote, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just the luck of the draw. I love it. I love it. So what races are available for the record? Uh, dwarfs, humans, and what else uh, can do the record career? And uh, just going over some of the basic stuff you need to know. So the advanced scheme, you have a uh, weapon skill, strength, and initiative as your starting uh, characteristics that you can advance in. So uh, the second level, you can do willpower. The third level is ballistic skill. And the fourth level is fellowship. We've said this before, and we're going to talk about a little bit in a, in a few minutes here about what the different roles that the record can fill. Uh, but basically each tier um, has slightly different role that it'll fill. So tier one is called the cargo scavenger, and you're looking at climb, consume alcohol, row, melee. Um, it has melee basic, which I think is important. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And some of the talents include uh, like strongback, criminal, fisherman. So it's just kind of more general like river pirate kind of stuff. Wrecker is our second tier, and they add some things like bribery, cool, intuition, um, navigation, uh, rover and trapper are a couple of the talents. Um, moving on to like river pirate, which is tier three, we start to get some more of those kind of social skills with gossip and intimidate. Um, you get Rain's crossbow, which I think is a really interesting addition. I think it is too, because um, I'm thinking more like melee for him, but uh, it, right. it's crossbow is right. Well, and perfect the, for range, I mean. right? And on the third tier, ballistic skill. Is, is something they can increase. but And, and you have things like dirty, fighting, um, menacing, watermen is, is some talents there. And then as a lot of the careers do, it's tier four, you end up talking about like a, a wrecker captain, right? So this is where you get some leadership, right? You get leadership, lower riverways as skills. And then um, warrior born, you know, bump up your, your weapon skill, pilot, and fighter. These are always, um, you know, just a little more combat-oriented stuff. There's not a ton in here, but leadership is a big one that you're looking at when you go to Wrecker Captain. Um, that and the ability to move your fellowship up, which will help that leadership. So it's really mm -hmm. moving moving you in that direction. So it, we've kind of touched on this a little bit. So, like, what kind of roles would, would this career fill? So when, when I'm looking at this, on the Tier 1, so first off, Wrecker, straight out the bat, is a decent combatant. You get weapon skill. And, and one of the skills you get is melee basic. So right off the bat, you can be a decent fighter, right? As a primary role, you're primarily for, for your party going to be filling that fighter role mostly. Maybe you could be a weak support character, I would suppose. Like this is in more when you're dealing with things on the river, right? Like you have swim, um, you have row, fishermen. These are all things that will help you like in that. And this is kind of like the huffer. When we talked about the huffer, I mean, the Huffer like lived for the river, right? It, it, that's where it shined. The Wrecker also shines to an extent on the the riverways, um, but it's less so than the Huffer. This is just it's a mean. When you think pirate, like I'm a mean, fighty guy, that's really what you're looking at here. So if we move on to tier two, it's still going to fill that primary role of a fighter, but now that support, secondary role support gets a little bit stronger. 
Um, and in addition, you get a little bit of face. So uh, for a face character, right? So the social aspect, um, because once you get to tier two, you get bribery, cool, intuition. Those are all things that might help you in a social situation. And weekly, though, right? But see, your your support is a little bit better, right? Um, at this point, because you can support a little bit in the like face character size, but you also get perception, set traps, rover. These are all different skills and talents that are going to help you help the party a little bit more. With tier three, the river pirate, I think this is where it really gets into its its own. I think this career really starts to shine in tier three. And the reason is, is because I feel like the face portion, like a secondary role of the face character, the social character gets a lot stronger here. So not, not only are you a fighter, and not only do you be able to have a little bit of support on the river, but in addition, you're adding gossip and intimidate uh, at this level, right? In addition to stealth and dirty fighting and menacing, mm-hmm. these are an etiquette criminals. These are all things that are going to... So you're not going to be the guy that's sweet-talking your way into the bar. You're going to be the guy that's like giving the mean face, flexing your muscles, you know, intimidating your way into something. So and in that way, you can serve the as a party face in a pinch if you needed to could be a lot of fun too plus you know you're the fighter too so it just kind of goes you like i feel very like gruff when i feel like i'm gonna play a record i'm like and of course we talked about this a little bit already but your record captain right really moves the face to a primary role if you wanted to adding that leadership skill adding willpower or uh, fellowship rather as a uh characteristic you can bump now you can if you wanted to you could become the party face you know and again you're going to be limited a little bit you don't have charm Right. Charm isn't mm-hmm. in there. That's going to be a key for most party faces. You can leadership your way through. You know, you can intimidate the crap out of, you know, whoever you're talking to. Right. So Just do it. Right. And pilot and stuff adds more to that river support. So, again, yeah, when you're looking at this, you're really what we're talking about. Hey, this is a fighter. And as the fighter grows, it will help you out on the river. And it can help you be help you as a face character in a pinch, uh, and that's essentially what we're looking at for roles. So, uh, how how might you fit this uh, career into an adventuring party? Right. So, uh, honestly, anything on the river, right? It's right. kind of like we talked about um, with the huffer. Anything on the river um, is going to be easy for you to fit that character in. Or I like this idea, like a mysterious past, right? Um, you know, but you know how to use a sword and you know the river. Like that could be a fun, like you could be right. anywhere. Or maybe like an adventure where you're on a small boat for a while going right. down a river. You know, he's perfect. I'm, I mean, <laughs> perfect for wrecking, but also, I mean, he's got like row and just uh, extra little things. Absolutely. And again, we talked about this with the last episode too, where we had the Huffer and we talked about the Huffer a lot. There are so many rivers in the empire. The mm-hmm. empire is covered, rivers everywhere. So you're never too far away. Now, when we talked about the Huffer, we were like, man, you put the Huffer in a desert and you start to see its, you know, its ability to help the party really go down a bit. <laughs> but with the Wrecker, you don't really have, I mean, the Wrecker is a, a mean, tough. Yeah, he's all around. Yeah. Um, he's definitely toward at least tier three you're looking at at least a wonderful fighter it's all around i mean mm-hmm. he crossbow now right opposed yeah. to his you know his other skills intim- intimidate uh you know got talents dirty fighting um he can make the choice to flee uh, that's a talent 
Um, but overall, there's break and enter for talent. Yeah, break <laughs> and enter. You in? Yeah, break and enter is pretty cool. It gives you bonuses to like attacking inanimate objects. Correct. Yep. <laughs> so. But uh, there's fishermen, outdoor survival. So even if you're just out there for a long period of time, you can help out with food. And... Right, right, which could become huge. Yep. Um, so do we have any obvious options here with good synergy, right? So if we're going to advance into other careers with Wrecker, is there any like obvious options? Going from Wrecker to River Warden. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, and, and that's not a ter- terrible a terrible option. Because the River Warden has a lot of those um, martial uh, stuff, right? the weapon skill and, you know, those types of skills as well. And those are already, you know, something that you're going to be potentially building up with a record career. Um, anything with the River folk, because you'll help to build those talents and skills that are based on the water, right? Uh, so those will just help to solidify your riveriness. Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. Right. Um, obviously, any fighter uh, or warrior, you know, any of the warrior class, pretty much any anything that's a fighter, especially hand to hand, because you start off with a weapon right. skill is something you can do. Um, you get that strength one that you can increase. Those are definitely pieces of the puzzle that can help you. You can move into any warrior career. Now, tier three, you get the crossbow. So, I mean, and again, this is one of the things with Warhammer, right? This isn't like most other systems where this is an obvious good synergy. This is bad. You usually run into one of two things. You're either going to support what you already been building or you're going to just diversify, which in Warhammer is not a bad thing. Uh, but your range support, um, you can move into various other range careers if you wanted to, um, depending. Uh, it's very crossbow specific because it only gives you that one skill as, as an ac- access for the crossbow. But, you know, you can build your ballista skill up. But it takes you till tier three to get to it. Um, so it could be kind of a weak. The face character, again, we talked about, it's good as a secondary role. But without charm anywhere in there, yeah, you, you're you going to want somebody as your primary face character that has charm. Like, primarily, generally speaking. And again, you can't even move your fellowship up in this until you get to tier four. So... Yeah, it's a little bit later down the path. Yeah, so if you decide to go to a more face or social character and move into that, the synergy is going to be a little bit less unless you're already moved up to, like, tier four of Wrecker, which I'm going to ask you, like, what are you doing? You're going to become the Pirate King and then become a noble woman? Hey, you know, that actually sounds really awesome. (laughs) The noble Pirate King. So... (laughs) Oh, so I kind of, I think we kind of, we busted through this one pretty quickly here. Um, what are your final thoughts? What are you, what are your final thoughts on the record? Um, I would gladly accept the record as kind of like my starting character. Uh, there's so many pluses to it. Obviously, he can't read and write, but right. <laughs> or read. But but just everything else. I mean, a lot of the Warhammer role playing is fighting, being in a tough situation where you got to like hack your way out, and this character would do that i mean just i mean his skills alone uh dodge uh once you get up you get the ranged crossbow but for more more for the talent so um like strong back you got dirty fighting menacing uh furious assault in fighter warrior born i mean once you get to tier four you can really step up your game and and yeah this is definitely a, a a gritty fighter kind of kind of character 
I actually think the the perfect type of player that would want to play a wrecker would be like any player that you would consider a blunt instrument. Like, right? Because if you think about it, like if I'm the kind of player that wants to punch things in the face or yell at them until they do what I want them to do, dude, the wrecker is for you, right? It's all about intimidation and, you know, fighting. So... (laughs) One of his first trappings is a crowbar, which which I, <laughs> if if you have the money to buy it in your trappings when you first get your character, buy the crowbar. <laughs> crowbar is awesome. Yeah, so definitely the wrecker is a good one, and I think the wrecker for a new character would you would you think the wrecker? I think or a new player, do you think a wrecker would be a good choice? Um, I definitely do. Um, it would be really good choice because like i said um, most of the game is fighting so at least it'll get you that foot in where at least you can fight to some to some degree i mean you got weapon skill right from the get-go strength and initiative but yes yeah i agree yeah i think it would be i think it would be a great one for a starting character especially because and even someone coming over from D &D, right like they have that mentality of i hit it with my sword you know (laughs) so the wrecker is not a bad character to necessarily have that concept with. And and I just love the concept of, you know, he he's cunning too to the point where he can set traps. So right. setting traps, you can never underestimate setting a trap at the right spot. Right. And set traps is actually a skill at tier two for, for right. the record too. So um and, and that setting trap skill is pretty cool because it helps you identify traps as well in things. So it's yeah. It's uh the Wrecker is cool. I was excited when we had, I forget who had suggested, we had somebody suggest the Wrecker um, in in Twitter or Facebook, I don't remember where, but I was like, oh yeah, Wrecker, that sounds awesome. I want to do Wrecker. So, yeah. So, we've done the Wrecker. Now, no pressure, Steve, but I think we are going to now take on the most iconic career in all of Warhammer roleplay. No pressure. No, the Wreck character is a really interesting character. For the rat kits, or you can be a dwarf, halfling, or human. And if you're uh, following along at home, we're in the uh, Warhammer Fantasy Core Rulebook, page 66. Right? right. Order 66. Hmm. 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 <laughs> but basically, think of the rat catcher. They are the unbeknownst saviors of the Empire. Uh, without them, the Empire would be run overrun with rats. Disease, plague, possibly starvation, getting bit at night because the rats are hungry. You can't stop them. So that's what they are. Uh, yeah, and I think this is interesting. I don't know if you did any like real world like research on this, but I mean, this used to be a thing. Oh yes, rats were such a problem that like people would literally get paid. To, that would be their whole job. I go kill rats for a living. Cats, dogs, train them. Yeah, help out. Yep. Yeah, small but vicious dog. Are we going to talk about that? We're going to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Small but vicious dog. Uh, the dog for my character I named Lil Will. Oh. His character's name is Wilmer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's his only friend. That's kind of sad too, though. Oh. I For the record, I beat Matt on our last uh, career competition, but you just saying that right there, I'm kind of feeling like, man, I might have been a little too cocky this <laughs> I got a little around. dog. I mean, yeah. how can you not vote for the dog? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just, I mean, can you imagine occupation where that's what you deal with? Like, you're, you're still kind of like the lower kind of brass three level of society at tier one, but you're, that's what you do. Yeah, do rats. And hopefully you're in a small town because if you're in a city, that's got to be super scary. 
right. Uh, is that song, is that a big red I saw looking at me? I'm going to ignore it. I didn't see you. <laughs> you don't exist. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Like Skaven, right? It's like the rat catchers know they exist, but nobody believes them. Yeah, and and don't don't spill the guts about them because Skaven are listening. <laughs> They'll get you. Don't talk about them. It's like the secret. Just don't talk about it. Uh, but with the rat catcher, if, if you look at the tiers, it's pretty interesting because you start off with the rat hunter. I mean, your brass three, uh, you could improve your right away weapon skill, ballistic skill. Uh, that's pretty handy since you get a sling right from the get-go with ammo. Uh, the other one is willpower. And uh, the rat hunter, like I said, he's brass three, but skills, I mean, you get like athletic, animal training dog. Uh, that's really cool. Uh, charm animal, consume alcohol, endurance, uh, melee basic. Like we said, that's another good one. Mm-hmm. He's, he has ranged, ranged sling. Uh, that's perfect because, like you said, he gets a sling. So Right. I always think this is funny because everyone always points to, like, oh, Warhammer, it's grim and, and dark and dirty, and you're like the scum of the earth. You can be a rat catcher. And I'm looking at this rat catcher for my starting character. Oh, you mean ballistic skill, weapon skill, willpower? I get a dog, a sling with ammunition all to start? Like, yeah. I, you could be a mean, fighty character right off the, the start as a mean rat catcher. fighting, slinging machine. Right. Um, with a dog. And right from the get-go, the talents, um, like night vision, resistance, disease, strike mighty blow, strike to stun. This seems like it's a combat character, right exactly. off the it, doesn't it? That's <laughs> I mean, I guess you need to be a combat character with how big those rats be getting, but I mean, you gotta have a sling to sling at the rats, but <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just it's awesome. Um, we go to tier two. Uh, you're a rat catcher now. Uh, you're silver one, so definitely your money goes way up. Um, definitely, if you become a, a uh, you know, you get the rat catcher career. Uh, definitely take that next step to tier two because you'll have a lot more more money to play with. I mean, brass three, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, it's just not much. But with silvers, that's when you can really buy better weapons. With the rat catcher, uh, some some of the skills you get are animal care. Uh, you can gossip, haggle, lore, poison. Interesting. Lore, yeah. Right. Uh, Pro- trap. Probably the poison. The rats. Right. <laughs> Perception. Uh, this is where the talents, this is where he is, you think of a rat catcher, but he is a fighter. Right. Um, enclosed fighter. Uh, fearless. Rats, of course. Uh, very resilient. That's a nice one. That's a plus five to your toughness. And if you think about it, keep on getting those plus fives for toughness. That also adds to your wounds and so on and so forth. Right, right. Uh Trappings by tier three. Got some animal traps. That makes sense. Uh, pull for dead rats. I thought that was interesting. Uh, the next level up uh, from Rat Catcher, you're going to be a sewer jack. Uh, you bump up to silver two. That's a lot more coinage in your pocket. Uh, some of the skills now you got climb, uh, you got dodge, very helpful. Ranged crossbow pistol. Right? Yes. Right? So, like, the more I'm looking at the rat catcher, I'm like, man, you you got nothing. Soldier ain't got nothing on me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some of the talents you get with Sewer Jack, you got hardy, stout-hearted, strong legs, and tunnel rat. Uh, Trappings by Tier 3 get interesting. Um, It says you get a hand weapon, a leather jack, and a Davrich lantern. Cool. 
Definitely. And uh, by the time you're done with Sewer Jack, uh, you're full-blown exterminator. Silver 3. Let the money roll in. Uh, now, at, th- at this point here, um, your main skills are leadership and track. Uh, at, at this point here, of course, you're fearless to Skaven, which that's pretty nice. If you you're, if you actually have adventures with Skaven in them, uh, that's, that's scary. <laughs> right, right. Uh, now he's menacing, robust, uh, another talent, strong-minded. Um, a trappings, he gets an assistant. Now he has a large and vicious dog. Right. So it's like <laughs> your small and vicious dog grew up. Uh, poison bait, uh, 10 doses of heart kill. I could definitely see that in a nice adventure somehow, some way. <laughs> Done. So uh, just, um, you know, we went through the career path, but think of it as a rat hunter. You're in a small town. You're that local guy that they call to get rid of a, a little a little infestation. Nothing too grand. You take the next step up. Now you're a rat catcher. Uh, you might go into some sewers, get the bigger rats. Uh, once you get the sewer jack, like I said, it's like you're you're the exterminator. You're who the exterminator calls if they can't handle the situation. <laughs> so it keeps on going up and up until you're full blown exterminator. You deal with the big rats. Hint, hint. Maybe some scaven. Right. Uh, so I, I thought that was interesting. How it's just kind of. <laughs> like, I agree. It's like your level of how good you are. It goes keeps up. going up and up and up and. You know, it's the difference between the small town rat catcher and the city. I mean, before we started going into this, I I never I never rolled up a rat catcher here and forth. So I'm just, I'm I'm honest. I'm blown away about how combat focused this this career is. Yeah, I I went to the extent where I got bonus um, skills in the range sling, mm-hmm. and that was just right off the bat. You know, sling them right with the pommel skill. Nice. So, uh, so what kind of roles does can this career fill in in our party? Uh, definitely from the get go, he is the rat catcher. Can be a nice fighter in general. Right. I wouldn't say he's front line fighter. I mean, he starts off with a dagger, but he's got the sling, so definitely kind of ranged. I would say, unless you happen to get a better weapon or or some type of armor. Uh, but from, right from the get-go, just keep him kind of in the back, maybe sling some shots. If he needs to, he can go in. Because um, like I said, he's got melee basic and range sling, so uh, depending on your focus. Right, I agree. And being able to up your weapon skill and ballistic skill and willpower all right from the from the get-go. And willpower will help increase wounds too. So it's yep. it's it is these are all things that could be utilized if for a combat-heavy build. So fighter, I definitely agree, would be one of the primary roles. And honestly, a secondary role, I, I would almost say range would be secondary role. And the only reason I say that is because a sling is your your weapon, right? Like he, you would have to go outside of your career to buy, uh, you know, to be able to utilize a ranged weapon that's of any more significance than, than a sling. But it, at least you have the ability like to hit somebody and take away that advantage, which is huge, right? We already talked yep. about that. And uh, you could definitely stun opponents with the sling. But overall, yeah, he starts off with a range. In fact, I mean, it's just, it would be hard to start off with him because he's only brass three. So unless you roll really lucky and maybe get a cheaper weapon, I mean, I don't even think there's really a melee weapon that you can really purchase that'd be worth. No, probably not. Or ar- ar- armor. So like I said, you got you basically got the sling. And if you think about it, Ratcatcher's not going to be trying to stab the rat. He's going to get that sling and 
where right. I pick them off from a distance. Uh, but by the time you get to tier three, you know, think thinking of the range attack aspect of things, now you got the crossbow pistol. Granted, the range isn't that huge for it, but, no, but it's definitely hit close a lot combat. Harder. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And again, the ability to take advantage off, which which we've talked about before, is is a huge deal in combat, right? So. Um, but by the time you get to tier two, I mean, you can de- definitely use them to pick up information. He gets gossip, haggle, work with prices. Uh, perception's nice. Can pick up on things. Yeah, I, I almost I almost think that he almost becomes a little bit like a secondary role might be a support character in some sense, right? To mm-hmm. help the help the the party. If you don't have somebody that's got good haggle or um, you know, gossip, like those are more fellowship based, you know, and fellowship isn't your wheelhouse really, but you could potentially help fill those roles. It, it's I mean, a lot of your a lot of this is still very fighter based, I would say. Right. Um, definitely the Ratcatcher is definitely geared toward fighting in its own way. Um, Cause like I said, once you pick up like a decent weapon, um, you can definitely bulk up the melee basic skill and really have a better fighter. Cause by the time you get to tier two, you got enclosed fighter talent. Um, by tier three, you got hardy start how stout hearted. By tier four, you got menacing, robust, strong-minded. But yeah, it's just overall, he's not, I don't think, meant to be the fighter. But right. definitely, he's like that all-around backup. He's got range to that. He'll probably start range if he needs to run up and do like a surprise attack from the back or something. That's that's your guy. Right. He definitely is going to be able to handle cam- combat a lot better. Certainly a lot better than probably most people think when, oh, I rolled up a rat catcher. Like, actually, you can handle yourself. Right. That's basically kind of how it is. Okay, so the one the one thing I think I would add to is is tier three is a little more of the same, but tier four giving you that leadership again kind of supports gives you a little bit of that support level, a little bit of that face character if you're in a position where you could use leadership. But again, it's more right. of the same. I mean, the the rat catcher doesn't is one of those careers that doesn't change, in my opinion, doesn't change all that much from going from one to two to three to four. It just kind of more makes what it already has better. Yep, exactly. And even your dog gets bigger. Right. And you get an assistant. I mean, how's that? That's like a supporting fighter for you. Right. 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 Tier four is a long ways away. I guess your main focus would be getting to tier two because by then, like we said, you get more money. Um, they really kind of bulk up your other stats. Um, right. You get that all around. You can help with uh, gossip, um, perception. And you become a better fighter with with the talents in general, right? All right. So, so how might this career fit into an adventuring party, right? How somebody rolls up your your rat catcher? How are we going to fit him into the story? Like, for example, for a rat catcher, it's going to be super easy. No matter where you are in the empire, rat catchers are around, right? So, it's small villages, large towns, large cities. There's rat catchers. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the role. Um, that he would have is, like Lance was saying, there's a Rat Catcher's Guild probably in every town and city. And by the time you get to Tier 2, he actually gets that for a talent, uh, Etiquette Gilder. Like, definitely oh, help yeah. if, you know, might be getting supp- supplies or haggle with uh, the Rat Catcher Guild for what you might need. Uh, but generally, I would assume that Rat Catchers, they might not be... Looked at super successful, but I would definitely say that they're slightly respected. 
Right, right. And it's one of those things, like if you're ever going to, hey, we need to go into the sewers or go do tunnel fighting, right? Like a rat catcher is going to be a valuable member of the team. definitely. You know, one of his first talents is night vision. So he's that guy that you could use to maybe sneak around. Right. Get some glimpses of things uh, where others can't see. Or if you got a really kind of nasty place that you're going into and you know there's disease or descriptive words that might indicate that someone might get sick, uh, use a rat catcher. Right. Because he's got resistance disease. He auto-passes that first test. Uh, Sometimes it's that first test that makes all the difference. Uh, But overall, you could use him um, like adventuring, you know, for more ranged maybe... You got to hit something during one of your adventures. Uh, you could definitely use a rat catcher. Rat catchers should fit pretty seamlessly into most groups. And and you could mm-hmm. always have stories easily. Any story where you're in a, um, you know, in a town, in a city, you can make it relevant, right? By having yeah. the rat, the rat catcher, you know, depending on even the type of enemies, right, or like rats or infestations, like you could easily tie these things in. Adventures in the sewer, that's a very Warhammer role play sort of thing. Yeah, right? I was about to say, that's really like Adventures in the City. Like you're not branching off out into the country, you're strictly city. Um, and Ratcatcher's perfect because not only does he can get night vision, but there's also stealth for urban and underground. Right. Super helpful. I right. Mean, that includes, uh, you know, on underground caves. If you're in a cave, yeah, he can see and sneak around better. I agree. We've talked about advancing uh, within the the career path. So, what about advancing like into other careers? Like, what kind of careers would be good synergy? What might be bad synergy here? Um, definitely, the rat catcher. He's probably not known to be super. I'm. I mean, I'm sure they're smart, but I'm just saying that they can't. They don't have the read and write skill. <laughs> But uh, definitely for, like, branching off from the Rat Catcher, really anything, because he's kind of that middle ground character. He's got range, he's got melee. It depends on where you want to go. Do you want to especially focus on ranged, or uh, do you want to get better at generally fighting? Right. I would definitely think any of the warrior class careers would be easy like, synergy, good synergy. Soldier. Yeah. You definitely see see that going down. Yeah, and even even with its animal training and you know animal care and stuff like Calvary Man would be mm-hmm. a, like a, an easy fit to um, really anything that's like that has a focus of combat like he would be a natural fit to move forward into mm-hmm. just to to help build that and again even if you're moving out of the uh, that path like you're just going to fill gaps that they don't have right. um, I don't know I, I'm trying to think. I, the maybe a noble wouldn't be a great synergy. I mean, obviously, yeah, definitely not noble. Um, but ongoing with what might be good synergy, like thief. Oh, I yeah. mean, you already got your stealth. Yeah, why stealth not increase? Because if if you look at his skills, it's kind of I'm, I'm not saying he's well. He is thief material. Well, uh, the the only downside yeah. is his dexterity. He doesn't have any way to build up his dexterity. So, and a thief is going to need that for sleight of hand, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's kind of <laughs> but but everything else would help the thief out, right? So you would just come into the thief's career and start working on your dexterity. It wouldn't be the worst situation. I the rat catcher is great. Like it, it really is a great career. Like anyone that rolls up a rat catcher and says this career sucks, like yeah, no, dude, no, yeah. you you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> 
so we're kind of in the final thoughts section here. And what type of player would, would most enjoy this kind of career? And and I kind of think this, we've already talked about this, any? <laughs> yeah, I think any, like, he's got a, a, a wonderful start with ranged and melee. So, I mean, that mm-hmm. that's pretty much two of the main things that you're going to want from the get-go. Right. I mean, if you if you have a, a player that really likes to be the face, that really likes to be a support character, this is probably not the, the career for them. Any character that like likes the combat aspect, um, you know, or maybe the infiltrating or sneaking, like th- this would be a great fit for them. So I suppose, I suppose the the person that wants to be the character talking person, this might not be the best career for them. But um, I definitely agree. He's definitely not going to be the the charming person. Um, but I, I I see this where if you don't want to be the main fighter. You don't want to be the leader. You just want to be that great support that can pretty much branch off and do anything. Not anything, but, you know, within you know, range, like in the melee, combat situation. Uh, need yeah. someone to sneak around in the city, go underneath, maybe see in the dark a little bit. Um, this is definitely your guy. Right. Right. And in the when you really look at his advanced scheme, the, the Ratcatcher's advanced scheme is, all, they're all of the things that I would pick for combat. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, uh, um, so final final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, you know, with the rat catcher, I mean, by the time you get to tier two, you're already at silver one. So it's not like you're going to be too poor, which which is wonderful. I mean, you think mm-hmm. of. Thankfully, it's not like a beggar. You know, brat press. <laughs> you start off with nothing. <laughs> I love. I love how I can tell you play a noble in our main game because you're like looking at everything as like money, money. Yes, like, wait like, a second. You're not gold. Okay, how close are you to gold? Right, you got to get that silver one. (laughs) And I do think about that because it's like all your comfort stuff, man. You can buy that lantern, oil, rope. Right. Uh, It's all those things that are like, how much is it? 12 silver cover? Yeah, you're not going to be able to afford it. Maybe in 12 adventures. What? (laughs) Assuming you don't get robbed. Yes, exactly. But just to get to that silver one, it just helps you out with buying everything that you need and uh, makes everything easier. Awesome. Awesome. All right, man. Are you ready to go move on to the build off? Yeah, let's move on to the build off. All right. So this is the build off. All right. So now that our review is complete, we're going to put our creative juices to the test with a build off. So we, your host, have each taken one of the two careers that we just described. And we've made a character in hopes to outdo each other in a contest of coolness and creativity. I love that. So once we've reviewed our creations, we'll put them to the test and have you, the old worlder community out there, vote and tell us who won the contest. So last time uh, you weren't here, Steve, and Matt and I did the contest. And uh, I won handily, I might say. <laughs> so so I'm curious to see how this goes uh, with me, me and you. So here are the rules. Each of us will be assigned one of the careers we've reviewed, and we then must create a character using the normal character creation rules. Uh, In addition, once we have completed character creation, we receive 1,000 earned XP to advance our character however we'd like. Uh, Now that we've created our characters, uh, we'll present them, give a little bit of background, and taking you through our character creation and advancement process explaining why we made the choices we did. Excellent. And then uh, obviously what, what's going to happen, I've made a wrecker and Steve, you've made a rat catcher. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what we're doing. So um, in this part, 
Old World is is where you come in. So you can follow the links on our show notes um, and vote. Uh, We're going to post polls on our webpage, on our Facebook, and on our Twitter. So you can go out there, vote, tell us who you think think won, and that way we can rub it in each other's faces. Uh, I mean, nicely, but with evil, maniacal laughter. Who's going to go first here? How about you go first? All right. Sounds like a plan. So I did Waldmar the Wrecker. Now, Waldmar is... Uh, he comes from a broken home. Uh, we're going to oh, get a little guy. bit into this uh, in, in a section here. But uh, I did a standard character creation. And as you probably learned from our last show, I kind of make my character's background as it naturally comes from how my character starts to fill out um, during the character creation process. So uh, I randomly generated a human uh, and uh, obviously a wrecker for the class and career. So I did up my attributes, and this is where you're going to laugh at me. Like, I had pretty generally average rolls, uh, nothing too high or too low, except in my strength. I rolled a 24 (laughs) on my strength. So it's just like terrible strength. And it's immediately you're thinking, oh, Lance, you got to bring that strength up. But then I'm thinking, I immediately go, what if my wrecker is just weak? What if I have a weak wrecker that's not very strong? And so I started to build off of that. So, um, my, my wrecker, I'm immediately going, oh man. So this guy, he started as a weakling. He always got made fun of when he was young. He wasn't very strong. His mom and dad were Steve doors loading up the boats on the river and he was just too weak to help them. And he just got made fun of this always caused him problems. So I'm like, I'm loving this concept, this concept of an idea. So I'm going to go with it. And because of that, I feel like, man, he is not very lucky, right? Therefore, my starting fate, too, I'm not touching it. I'm leaving it at two. I put all my extra points into to resilience, giving me the four on resilience. Ooh. And uh, because I think he's a resilient guy, he's just not lucky. And so um, I took my advances, and I put all five of the advances into initiative. And this is cool. So I, I basically created this character and said, I'm never going to advance his strength. Come on. <laughs> so I, I went with that. So I randomly generated all that. So um, we move on to the species skills. I went ahead and took Cool Gossip and Melee Basic for the one with five advances. So I'm figuring that uh, Waldemar is realizes at some point that he's not a strong guy. And he's super self-conscious about that. So he tries to make up for that by being good at like sword fighting, good at melee. And uh, so he starts off with five in the Melee Basic. Um, I gave him uh, Evaluate, Haggle, and Laura Reichlin for the ones with the three advances. Uh, moving on to the species talents, um, I gave him Savvy. And uh, for his Doomed, uh, I-, I like to make my Doomed like so ironic with my character. So this is what I came up with with Doomed. I said, you are weakest when you are at your strongest. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm going to try to convince my DM that however I die, that fits, but... <laughs> but my GM on that, but we'll see. So now you're going to laugh at me. So I'm rolling up some random talents. And what do I roll? Strong legs, followed by very strong and flee. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm not going to put anything. Now, I could tell you, once I had this concept, if this weren't in a competition and I have to take you know, what I rolled, um, I would have told the GM, that does not fit my character. He does not need very strong. Because very strong gives you an automatic five you know, it bumps you by five in strength. So I'm still under 30. I'm at a 29 now, but again, I'm leaving it. I'm not touching it after this. So moving on to my career skills. Uh, So 
originally started this concept, I wasn't going to move my wrecker out of tier one. I was I wasn't going to do it. Um, and so I thought like he, I, I'm thinking more about his storyline. Oh, and, and you know what I skipped? I skipped his motivation. Um, his motivation is to never appear weak, right? I mean, we talked about that a little bit, right? He doesn't ever want to appear weak. So I'm continuing with his background here a little bit and I'm going, so, so I think what happened is Waldemar, he, he gets so upset about all this as he's young and he runs away from home. He sneaks aboard like a boat or a barge, and he ends up in Altdorf, but he's caught like as a stowaway. He's thrown in jail, far away from home, no money. He has to turn to crime to try to make a living. And this is, he ends up falling in with some wreckers. And this is how things go here. So I put 10 advances into Melee Basic as he's he's starting this career there with those wreckers. Um, consume alcohol, 10. I put 10 advances in that right there. <laughs> I put 10 in endurance, right? He's going through a lot. And then I put five into swim and five into row because he is making his living on the river. And I took criminal as a talent, right? Ooh, now yeah. he has a criminal record. He's he's a criminal far away from home. So you got your normal class trappings like cloak, clothing, dagger, pout, sling bag with some spirits. That's fine. Crowbar, large sack, and leather gloves as a career trappings. Nothing special there. Um he had brass too. I rolled up like 11 brass pennies. I basically was like, nope, that's it. That's what he gets. I'm not spending any of that. So um, move on. I get, you know, here's normal. He's age 24. Now he's tall. I rolled up randomly. He's six foot four inches. So he's a really tall, really weak guy. Like, and it even makes it worse for him because people think he should be strong, but he's not. Um, so, and, and at this point we're getting to ambitions, right? So for his short-term ambition, I'm saying he wants payback and revenge against those that teased him in his youth, right? And and here's how I'm going to sell this to my GM. I'm going to be like, GM, he doesn't have to get like revenge. Like He's not going to go kill all these people that made fun of him when he was young and all that. He's just going to get back at them. So he's moved back to his area where he grew up, you know, and now like anytime he has an opportunity to like you know, hit a barge that has a delivery for one of these people or, you know, something like he can make their lives miserable by being a wrecker off in the outskirts. That's his whole. So, so I'm going to, this is like a short-term ambition that I'll succeed at. And then I'm going to make it my short-term ambition again, because I want to keep doing it. <laughs> but, like, and so for my long-term ambition, um, he wants to become known as the strongest river pirate in the area, which is kind of, a problem because he's never going to be known as strong. He might be skilled. He might be good at what he does, but he's not strong. And, you know, so having said that, I got my XP, right? Character creation XP. I got uh, 20 XP for the species, uh, 50 for the characteristics. I went ahead and put uh, two into weapon skill, and then I carried my 20 into uh, my thousand that I'm going through. So here's how I advanced my character. I'm not going to go through every tiny little thing here, but um, just the, the Big things to know. I bought a talent fisherman. I moved his initiative. I put 14 advances into initiative on this character. Ooh. 14. So that means I took my initiative from uh, 26 to a 40. Um, and that was pretty expensive. And then I put more advances into weapon skill. I took me up to five on weapon skill um, because um, by the time I was done buying my skills, 
um, with melee basic, I was at 15. So now my weapon skill is at a 50 um, when when I'm fighting, right? So he's trying to make up for the lack of his strength with a skill with a weapon. Nice. And, uh, you know, I put some random stuff like uh, climb and dodge and things so that I can move up. And um, so what we end up with is Waldmar is a wrecker. Uh, he started as a weak kid that got made fun of, uh, ran away from home, ended up in a criminal life, being a wrecker, came home, and now like his whole lot in life is he, you know, is part of a wrecker gang, you know, wreck ships, but everything he wants to do, his whole motivation is just to make life tough for those people that made fun of him. And hopefully one day becomes so good that he'll be known as the strongest person and, you know, strongest wrecker in Reichland, which will probably never happen, but that's what he thinks is he wants. So there you go. And just to give you an idea of his stats, right, he's going to have that melee basic hitting at 50, right? He has 40 initiatives, so he's fast. He's got good skill, but he's still sitting there with a 29 in strength. <laughs> <laughs> And a 27 in dexterity. He's got the speed and he's got the skill, the weapon skill, but he is not strong. There is Waldmar. That's a good character. That's, All right, buddy. Cool. Beat that. <laughs> uh, my character that I created, of course, is a rat catcher. Um, named him Wilmore. Uh, he just has the first name, no last name. Just he's not really anybody but he's somebody. Pretty much uh, he doesn't know where he's from. Basically like an orphan, got taken in by an orphanage in, uh, in a city. And uh, before long, you know, someone came with some coin, paid the orphanage guy. And they took a bunch of the kids to bulk up the Rat Catcher's Guild's ranks. That's <laughs> how they do it. No one wants to be a Rat Catcher. You just say, hey, you're here. You got no nothing else, no family, no friends. We'll take you. Uh, so basically he got into the Rat Catcher's Guild, got uh, the bulk of the ranks. They spread them around to the different smaller cities and towns around. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's basically how we started his training, and that's what he became, a rat catcher. He happens to be really good with the sling, um, and he's got a little dog named Lil' Will. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, he's just a regular regular guy rat catcher. He does want to do some adventuring, uh, but I just randomly rolled up his stats. I, I happen to do really well considering my roles, but like Lance, I didn't do too well with strength. I got 26 strength. Nice. And every other one is like in the 30s. Uh, my weakest one is my fellowship, which is 29. But for what weapon skill, got 35. Ballistic skill, 36. That's perfect. Yep. That, that worked out. Um, for fate and resilience, um, I wanted him to be more lucky than kind of that resilient type of character. Right. Uh, like I said, he's good, good with a sling. He's luckier than not. So I wanted to play off that. By the time I got done, the final fate was four. Final resilience, two. Okay. Um, the character I rolled was a human. Um, he ended up being like five foot nine, has the brown hair, the gray eyes. Uh, his age is only 16. 16. I thought that was interesting to play on because, like, yeah. his orphan is. Yeah, he wasn't too young. But no, that's cool. Young enough to not really tell the time back in the day how long he was there uh, before he, he got taken by, by the guild. Uh, so at this point here, he's 16, he's done with training, but yeah, he's in the profession, not too far advanced into it, but, uh, they have picked up. He's good with the sling. He does his job well. Uh, short-term ambition. Um, I put, uh, to acquire a better melee weapon. 
Uh, for the initial advancement for my characteristics, uh, I bumped up my weapon skill by three and my willpower by two. Okay. Uh, for my species skills, um, the skills I chose with five advances, I picked animal care because, of course, he, ha- he right. has a dog. Uh, melee basic, um, that's a common one. Leadership, um, the skills with the three advances, I did put charm, cool, and gossip. That'll help with the next tier. Right. Uh, for my general career skills, um, I just blanketed all my 40 advances across the board. That way I got covered and could make sure I got to tier two. So you gave them all fives. Correct, yeah. Right. Just the overall guy. Talents uh, for Doomed, I put something sharp got me. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be uh, some scaven teeth or, you know, someone. <laughs> Uh, I chose Suave uh, for the plus five to leadership. Right. Um, I rolled some decent rolls. I got cool-headed, plus five to willpower. Okay. Nimble-fingered, plus five to dexterity. Nice. You're getting all the... And very strong, plus five to strength. Wow. So you got a bunch of characteristic bumps. That's awesome. Uh, For my career talent, I put uh, Strike to Stun. Okay. Nice. Just a little, you know, more often or not. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, my character's trappings. I got cloak, uh, clothing, dagger, hat, pouch, and a sling bag containing lunch. Interesting. I guess right. just one lunch. That's all you need. <laughs> uh, my career trappings. We got a sling with ammunition, a sack, and small but vicious dog. Like I said, there's little will. Uh, I'm breast three. So when I purchased my trappings, I had 38 breast pennies to use. I, I just got some basics. I got a blanket, uh, eight pennies canvas tarp, eight pennies, a dozen candles, one silver shilling. And of course you got to have the matches. Got 10, 10 matches. You, you never know when you're in your dark spot. Right. All right. So here's how I spent my thousand experience points. Uh, for rolling up my species, I got the plus 20 experience. Uh, career, I didn't get to roll the rat catcher, unfortunately. So I got zero. Characteristics, I kept the ones that I rolled. So it's plus 50. So overall, that's total plus 70. So I had 1,070 to use. Um, I spent 250 points uh, to finish up the required characteristic upgrades to get to tier two. Right. So there's another plus two weapon skill. See, plus five to ballistic skill, which is helpful for my character, and plus three to willpower. Uh, I did pick up its his talents for his tier one, so I got the rest of them. I got the night vision. Nice. I got strike mighty blow. That's, that's a, a nice good one. one. Yeah. Uh, talent resistance disease, just cause it's Warhammer. I wanted it. <laughs> so already I'm looking at 550. Uh, the rest of my points, um, I chose to advance my character right away. I, f- I figure he's 16. He's did his job. He got trained when he was 12 to 14 or you know, right. younger. He, he's been doing it a while. So I gave him that advancement to rat catcher. Now he's officially rat catcher. Yeah. There you go. Um, I spent 125. I got plus five uh, to my toughness characteristic. That way, the second tier characteristic advance is done. That's huge. You know? uh, I spent 100 on the talent, very resilient. Uh, gave me plus five t- toughness characteristic. Wow. And Look I spent. At you go. I spent the rest of it about 175. I got 10 advances to my skill range sling because I wanted him to be tough yet. He still focuses on the sling. Like, that's what mm-hmm. he's known for for right now. He can really hit things. And hopefully that's the role I want, wanted him to do. Not so much as, as a frontline fighter, but as more of kind of just that support guy that can sling him from the sides or right. 
you know, 10 yards away. <laughs> yeah. And get stuck in only if he, if it's needed. Uh, so overall, um, I think this is great. Like I said, um, my character, I don't focus on money, but I do know it helps later on in your adventuring <laughs> and everything else. Because if you look at it, my character really doesn't have a good melee weapon yet. He still has a dagger. Right, right. So uh, I, I would have to focus with a sling with him for right now. Uh, but uh, I, I did set him up so that he's all set for that next tier two. He's already there. Um, and he's a great slinger. Uh, so that is Wilmore. So what what did you end up for like your your sling? Like what was your your range skill? What did my sling that would get me to I believe forty six. Okay, cool. So that's not too bad. I mean that's half half, and uh, right. if things are going toward our, our way with success levels, you know, it could be. Nice. Where's Where's your toughness at? End up at my toughness ended up being because I got the ten, then another ten, ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking at 45. Nice. But like I said, that kind of goes over to your wounds too, so that right. helps with all that. Uh, but he's a pretty tough guy. Pretty tough, and his ballistic skill with the slings really good. Yeah, so this guy is definitely a decent melee combatant, and melee and ranged, actually, could, could fit either role. Yep, uh, my weapon skill is still the 30. Actually, it What's your melee to basic? 40. Yeah. Uh, melee basic is still going to be the 40. It's going to be the 40? Yep. Okay. Yep, so that's not too bad considering. Right. Well, that's still that's still good. So like I say, that's his first ambition is to get a better melee w- weapon, however he has to do his first adventure if he finds one off, uh, you right. know, or finds one in a cave mysteriously, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But Wilmer is not really sure where he is from, but he grew up in an orphanage near Bogenhofen. Wilmer thinks he was only there for a few seasons, but it's hard to tell when you're that young. Men came and threw a coin purse at the orphanage leader, who gave a nod back, and away a group of us boys went. We were taken by the local rat catcher's guild to bulk up their ranks around the area. From there, Wilmer was split up and with the group and taken to different towns in the area to start his training. Wilmer ended up in the small city of Swatchhof, near the Grey Mountains, and since then he has helped the local rat catcher's guild in whatever was needed. Wilmer doesn't have any friends except for his dog, Lil Will, and that is preferred. His station is in life is one to blend in and not be noticed too often. Wilmer's best memory was getting thanked personally by the local official after the local guild cleansed a large infestation of rats that had terrorized the city during a brutal winter and what was later to be known as the Biting Winter. Funny that his worst memories are also during the cleansing of that very infestation. Too many things that were seen he can't unsee. That experience gave him a small reputation, and now that he is old enough and has saved enough pennies, he is wanting to explore a little. He is very loyal to his rat catcher's guild since deep down he knows, without them, doing this work, the Empire would be overrun by rats and eaten from within by plagues and starvation. Nice. What's his long-term ambition? Long-term ambition is pretty much finishing in adventure. Because oh. my character is at 16, he's old enough to kind of, he has a recognition from the guild by, by this time. Okay. Um, so he's at the point now where he got a little bit of a sack of pennies. <laughs> uh, he's at the age where he wants to adventure. So he doesn't have a group yet. He's just, he wants to adventure, have an adventure. And that's his, that's his long-term ambition for right now. Right. And uh, of course he wants to be an adventurer. So he wants to get that weapon, but uh <laughs> The sling is fine. <laughs> right, right. right. 
and that's where he is. So, so he's pretty much the character that's in just a small town. He wants to adventure, but he really doesn't have a start to one. Uh, so he's pretty much can easily join a group, you know, that wants to and kind of do his thing. And with his reputation around the area, you know, the other small towns around that little city kind of know his name, if not what he looks like. So that's pretty much where I got the character all all set up for adventuring. Awesome, man. Awesome. All right, cool, man. Well, well done. Well done. And those are our characters. Again, we've posted polls on our webpage, on Facebook, and on Twitter. Be sure to vote and tell us which character you like the most. Absolutely. And choose mine. <laughs> and maybe mine more, but... Awesome. All right, so that's the end of our show tonight. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you found uh, our breakdown of these careers um, as exciting as we did. And uh, hope that you get fourth edition on your table soon. And be sure to let us know how that goes. Our next discussion episode, uh, actually, when we wrote these show notes, it was currently up in the air, but it is no longer up in the air. We have a scheduled time. We should be having the starter set review soon and we're actually doing it a little off of our normal schedule we're going to get it done here in just a couple weeks uh be on the lookout for that we hope to have a guest host on there pretty excited about that and uh they're they're going to be joining us uh to review the starter set and in all of its glory so uh be sure to look on that that'll be coming soon past that we're going to have another show coming up after a starter set review where we're actually going to be going over different tips tricks and tools that you can use for converting your Warhammer characters from previous editions uh, to the fourth edition. So we also have a guest host planned for that show as well. We'll have more details um, on both of these shows as they get closer. Uh, So be sure to look at our Twitter, um, our Facebook. We'll be posting that information out there and uh, give you a heads up. So intrepid listeners, keep in touch. Let us know your questions, feedback, and even show topic suggestions. You can contact us multiple ways by checking out our website at www.oldworldpodcast.com, on Twitter at Old World Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Old World Podcast. Also let us know what you think. Visit iTunes or your preferred podcast service and rate us. Every review helps us reach even more Warhammer fans. That it does. That it does. All right. So this is Lance saying goodnight. And may the wreckers think your barge is both poor and empty. And this is Steve. As you're roving around the Warhammer world, watch out for rats. If you see one, it's not the only one. (laughs) Awesome. This podcast and related website are completely unofficial and are not endorsed by Games Workshop Limited or Cubicle 7 Entertainment. It is intended for educational and informational purposes only. GW Games Workshop, Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, and all associated logos, illustrations, images, names, creatures, races, vehicles, locations, weapons, characters, and the distinctive likenesses thereof are registered trademarks of Games Workshop Limited, Cubicle 7 Entertainment, or their respective trademark or copyright holders. All original content of this podcast, including any audio or video information, is the intellectual property of the Old World Podcast and Crimson Tower Studios, LLC.